Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 283. Wait, wait, go. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my job. I'm a more breaker. Strict plan, it's a boy about to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome. To another episode of A Shot of Wrestling, I am your host, Michael J. Putty, and uh, my co-host, Marcus Schwann, is not here. Something to be thankful for. So, joining us today, somebody we haven't seen in quite a while. The show's, the show's going on our six-year anniversary coming up. He's been a friend of ours since the beginning. Vacant is in the house. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad to be back. I'm glad that uh, I am, I want to say, sitting in the seat and making the show a little better. I've heard you with Schwan, and I'm, I'm I've been I've been team, team putty. Thank you, sir. Since the beginning, yeah. So let's bring some class back to the show at least for this week. Let's be thankful for this, you know. Hashtag thankful. Let's be thankful. I'm very glad to be here. Very glad to be here and uh, talk wrestling again with you, buddy. Are you pulling a green man? Are Are you abandoning the vacant character? Or are you still sticking with it? No, I actually brought it back um, for Grand Slam. Oh, that's right. You did. I was wondering. I about did. That. I, I brought it back then. It felt a little weird. Why? Um, because it it was weird because uh, it didn't feel. I guess I was trying to like dip my toes into the COVID infested waters, yeah. if you will. But it it was it was weird because I think because I had done it in so long, it was weird for me to get back into that character again. Mm-hmm. So I thought I I should have not done it then. There were people who. Didn't really recognize me either. <laughs> so, so, I guess because the character hasn't been used, one, and two, we've all just been indoors and just. And I think I, I don't think I'm gonna retire it. I think I just put it away. Okay. So, but for now, I, I think it's I think it's gonna come out for like a special occasion. So I think if I'm gonna do it again, probably be L.A. year and a half. <laughs> Stay tuned. Can't wait. Yeah, still waiting. For, still waiting for uh, WrestleMania in Vegas. Definitely, we have, to, we have to go to that one. But now they're doing Money in the Bank. I throwing all my. I don't understand. Throwing all my senses off. What's going on here? I don't understand that. No, Makes no I sense. understand it's in the middle of the summer. Money in the Bank is a gimmick pay per view, but I don't think it warrants uh, a big four feel. No, no. It, it to me it, it it doesn't make any sense. Plus, who wants to go to Vegas in the summer? I've done that. But no, it's, I saw it, I, it's I brutal. It's it's brutal. It, yeah, no. I I remember walking from the Luxor to MGM, and I already had and you and I are white as white can be. Yeah. So bring it mildly. And <laughs> I was burnt like which is walking those. I, I wanted to say two blocks that that was equivalent. But I rather I I thought they were going to do maybe like a March Mania, or. Uh, that makes sense. Early right? April, where it's kind of cool. It's like in the 80s there. You want to call it cool. Yeah. For Vegas. Yeah, for Vegas. So I I say bring it to, bring Mania to Vegas. That's the place to like, just pull some massive debauchery. That'd be great, man. Can't wait. You know? And that's where I'll retire. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> so. so after you know this 
quarantining and stuff. A lot of my clothes don't fit me. Did the vacant suit still fit? Was it a little tight? Was it hard to zipper up? No, you know. Okay, so for those that for those that have been around me, I've ha- been having a receding hairline. Okay, so you know my my hair has my hair has been leaving me. So one of the things that happened in quarantine was I I shaved it off. Yes. Right. So I'm ball as ball can be. So a couple of things happened. So I started exercising too because I had a bit of a bigger belly. Mm, okay. Right. Got my tum my tummy down. No beer belly. So when I put it back on, it was the easiest thing. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Zipping it up, it was getting in my hair. Uh, that's right. So it kept getting in my hair, and I always <laughs> like pulled out like five strands of it that I had left. Yeah. So it was easy, but it was uh, it was still like, it was it was weird. It was weird. I felt lighter. I felt, I felt like something's missing. I didn't bring out my belt. Because oh, it was the... like it, I didn't bring out my belt because I was like, for a, I retired it. Okay. Because it was signed by Ric Flair. And then oh, I didn't, also yeah. didn't want the attention of these. There are some very annoying AEW fans that will be like, oh, Ric Flair, you know, he, don't you know he did the, the, the helicopter uh, thing? And blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'm like, y'all, we all knew what Ric Flair did. Mm-hmm. Y'all still do the woo. Y'all wooed at Grand Slam. So, but it, it, yeah, it was weird. It was, it was very weird. Smart move, yeah. It was e- easy masks, too. So it's true. <laughs> I did have a mask under the war suit, but... I mean, if you if people wanted to do that and count it as a mask, that's not recommended. No, no. <laughs> so Jeffrey, you know, twenty twenty one has sucked. It was terrible. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's supposed to be better. I mean, for some people, it's getting better. For twenty twenty one is I don't know how to. Do it sucks. Yeah. And for me, it was a lot of downs. You know, for the first half of the year, I'm worried about my father. Mm-hmm. Lose my father. Uh, my condolences again. By the Appreciate way, you know, that, was, that was terrible. Has to deal with the repercussions of that. I finally decided to do something for myself. Mm. Go Atlantic City. Uh-huh. Get COVID. Spend like a month and a half recovering from that shit. Mm. So a lot of downs. So I think I said told you on Sunday. I'm going to tell you again here on the show. Thank you, sir, for inviting me to this Dolphins game. Oh, of course. The highlight of my year, if not my a moment I'll never forget for the rest of my life. First football game. Not only that, my Dolphins game. What a day that was, buddy. Didn't that feel great? It was great. See, that reminded me of when I went to my first Yankee game. Oh, okay. they won. They were facing the Oakland A's. I went with my brother. Okay. And they. this was back in 2001. Um, it was in the old Yankee oh, Stadium. So you were older. Yeah. Okay. 2001, I was older. Yeah, that was my first. My, I, I was uh, I was 18. Okay. Um, my brother was in town. For, it was the first time in New York. And we went together, and it was spectacular. They had won. It was, he was also a Yankee fan. So we got to experience our team win in our first game. Nice. So it, for you, like I kind of felt like – this is this is beautiful. It's great, yeah. You know, it 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 would have sucked. You know, if you if you went there and the the Jets somehow pulled it off, Just what I was expecting, because <laughs> they destroyed the Ravens, and someone said it's going to be a trap game. They're going to come in too confident, not thinking about the Jets, right? And I said, watch us get blown out. No, no, the other down. No, and there 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 were a few rumblings. Oh, they're starting Joe Flacco. That, that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, my, my brother told <laughs> Especially me. Especially now. My brother said, "Beware, you'll be fine because there's going to be more Dolphins fans than Jets fans." And there were. I was out. I was, I, oh yeah, you saw. You saw firsthand. We, we were tailgating. There were a lot of Dolphin flags. Flags popping up fans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It. It. The Jets were not the local team. No. That weekend. It, and it. And it felt so. We when we had the the shots at the the bar, bar inside. Yeah. Dolphin fans. Yeah. It, it was a sea. It was a sea yeah. of. I think you lost me for like twenty minutes. I kept making new friends. No, yeah, we we lost you. We're like, you know, because like, people wanted to get through the seats, and I'm like, 
Let him, let him, let him absorb it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate let it. Let him absorb it. I mean, I'll, I'll, he knows where the seat is, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> so, because as long as I talk to a whole group of Dolphins fans, which they welcomed me with open arms, it was family. Yeah, it was yeah. family. That's what they said. Yeah, literally family. Yeah. I was talking to the parents of a Dolphins player. Right, that's true. He wasn't on the game, of course. He got hurt, but uh, they're still rep- representing. It was, a, it was a great time, and I tried to make friends with Jet fans. Jet fans are weird to me. I don't Some know. of them are cool. Yeah. And so this guy just randomly sat next to me with his kid, like, in the third quarter. <laughs> and the Dolphins scored a touchdown. Uh-huh. So I give him, like, a fist bump. Uh-huh. He just gives me a dirty look. Did he really? Yeah. So I started making, like, jokes with him. And he's opened up a little bit, but he's uh-huh. like, you could tell he was, like, I was annoying him. <laughs> I just left him alone. <laughs> then when they scored again, I'm like, but what else? No, they, they, what was it? Uh, I had gone to a Jets-Bills game. Uh, New Year's Day. So oh. I'm saying with my wife, uh, my boy Todd and Richard, when he brought his cousin. Of course, my boy Richard, when he goes to games, he gets really drunk. Of course. And there was this all also was drunk j- at Jet the Jets? Fan, at the Jets game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at uh, MetLife? At MetLife, yeah. Right. This was four years ago. The woman was like, yeah, let's go Jets. You know, she had this really annoying voice. So my boy was like, oh, and that's a Bills first down. <laughs> She gets she oh, gets no. wind of it. She's like, "Hey, shut the f up! Don't you know you're in New York?" So he, of course, he had to be a smart ass. Turn around, he's like, "A, we're in New Jersey. B, oh, wow. Buffalo Bills are the only team that play in New York State." One of those guys. And then that well, I got riled, she got riled up. So they started doing a "Give me a J." Mm-hmm. So he answered J. <laughs> she gets mad. I'll fucking murder you, you son of a bitch. They ended up kicking her out. Really? Yeah, because she oh, was wow. she wanted to fight him. Well, she went to fight him because he was getting bel- not not that he was getting belligerent. He was being a typical fan. Even some Jets fans were defending him. He's like, hey, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah, fun. Yeah. So she wanted to get violent. Her husband was embarrassed. <laughs> we went to get shots at the same place we we had uh, shots when mm-hmm. we went. We came back. She was she was gone. Well, she was her and her husband were nowhere to be seen for the rest of the game. I also think I'm addicted. I think I want to go next year too. Oh. Oh, you're personally invited. We, we actually do have a deposit for a game next year. Okay, so if you want to come game? out, definitely. All right, great. I'll, I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it so because I thought it was we. Our first one that we did was Jets Giants. Of course, I had to pay the ultimate price on that because I have to hear my wife. She's a Jets fan. That's right. Four years of bragging rights. So I don't count the preseason games, guys. So four years of bragging rights because they have beaten us twice in a row. In two separate games, eight you know four years apart. So. Okay, I don't get too much much on the tangent. We're going a little long here, but yeah, I remember there was a Jets Giants game. It was preseason, so apologize. It goes for bragging rights of New York. Mm-hmm. The year after the Giants won the Super Bowl, th- that's not bragging rights. That's Giants not bragging the Su- rights. The Super Bowl champions. That's not bragging rights. The last time the, the championship came to New York, it was the Giants. Right. So in my opinion, there's no bragging rights. No, there's no bragging. There's no bragging rights in this preseason. I think there's bragging rights if you if you beat us in a in a regular season game, great. Oh, so you do you're giving them the credit? I'll give okay. them a credit, but I don't give them the credit in a preseason game. That to me is just yeah, no one cares about preseason. Nobody cares. So it was good times. Good times. No, I'm glad you had fun. And I'm glad you got to experience that. Yes, thank you for including, including me. Yeah. So I talked about it on the show last week. I'd get to your house at seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you text me Saturday. Say make it eight o'clock. Perfect. Set my alarm. Everything's fine. Sometimes I sleep through alarms. So I have my backup phone alarm. Mm. So I edited my phone alarm, make sure it goes off. My whole morning was put mapped out mm. to the to the minute. I'm always late. Everything was mapped out. And all of a sudden, I wake up. The radio's going off. I'm like, oh, I, I, 
So I started thinking, trying to come to you, wake up. I check my phone first thing. I see it's 8.15 in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. No. Thankfully, I just caught you guys before you left. And uh, thank you for waiting for me again. No, we... I was we, so embarrassed. I was we like, were, so shitty. We were getting gas. So embarrassed. And we're like... I, look, we were at home. We were giving you time. Because we figured, maybe he's showering. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he's doing something. So then your phone went straight to voicemail. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. He's sleeping. And I'm like, there's no way I can contact him now. But it shouldn't go to voicemail because I sleep with do not disturb. So the phone should still ring. No, no, it, it went straight. That, that's it went good. straight. Yeah. I got to figure so that out. So it, 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 either the signal or something, I don't know what's going on, but went straight to voicemail, called you on Facebook Messenger because I'm like, yeah, if it did. doesn't get me on this phone, he's going to get me to the other place. And that's when I figured, oh, he's probably showering. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, let's give him another five minutes. He'll be all right. Oh. Luckily, you text me back. You're like, you know, I'm up. Just I'm like, time. hey. We're with you. If you we're like nearby, we'll get you. God bless you. Thank yeah. you so much. And thankfully, I think mapped out. My jersey's already ready to go. What literally I had to do is roll out of bed, jump into my clothes. That's good. That's good. But uh, so embarrassed. So sorry. Thank you for waiting me. No, no, of you course. Are I mean, no, we we were good. We were good. Luckily, like everything worked out. Every, I mean, good. we we had the ample time to just chill, relax, yeah, and enjoy the game. So, and it was a beautiful day. Luckily, so, it was a beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, it was a beautiful day. So, I've been debating whether or not to get a Tannehill Titans jersey. Or Tua Dolphins jersey with all the shit going on with Tua these days. Tua like a flip, flip the coin. Yeah. Right? So then we're going to the game. Like I got it. That's it. I got to get the Tua jersey. Yeah. I got a hoodie under for uh, to wear underneath it. Now like it's, it's gonna be freezing cold. Right. I gotta wear my jacket. What's the point in getting everything? Right. Thankfully, halfway through the tailgating, I'm not sure the alcohol helping or the food. The sun came out. Everything was a beautiful day. Get to rock the jersey. <sighs> Great day all together, man. No, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. I I. I, I layered it, too, because I thought, you know, going into these games, it's, it's cold as hell. I mean, right. I, I've been to a colder game. I did a Giants-Eagles 2013 last game of the season. It was like 26 degrees outside. It yeah, no. sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it sucked. I think that's what Mark Mark was telling me, uh, I think, after the show last week. He's gone to Jets games in the sub-zero temperatures, and it's no, not fun. It's not fun. No. Even with layers, it's not fun. I was wearing layers. I can't imagine. I was like, no, it's not. It's not great. So I don't recommend it. I don't know how people in Green Bay do it. No, but, no clue. Yeah, and they have the frostbite and everything. Like, yeah. no, I can't do that shit. No. Hopefully next year, and maybe like no, October, that'll be great. No, yeah. Hopefully, um, I mean, we'll, I think this is becoming a yearly thing okay, with okay. us. So um, the new WrestleMania, much cheaper. Yeah, and closer to home. Yes. So cheaper, closer to home, and that's it. I I think this is the uh, I think this is the new thing we're gonna do awesome. like, as we approach our not twilight years, but our. Midlife crisis. What is it? It feels like it, yes. <laughs> so, we're getting old, buddy. We are. Tell me about it. So old. Uh, ever since I turned 30, ugh, now I'm on the cusp of 40? Fuck this. Yeah, I already got the plans for my wife. So, what are we doing for your 40th? <laughs> oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, enough football talk. This is a wrestling podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. So let's get back on track here. And let's, uh, let's find out what's trending, Jeffrey. What's going on in the wrestling world? Let's start off with... Uh, Seth Rollins got attacked by a crazed fan on Monday Night Raw. The idiot was apprehended, and he's currently facing criminal charges. I don't know how, but Seth did not fight back. He kept his composure. Just happened to put him like a troll call. The guy get out of it. Just as security, the referees were able to apprehend him. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking to the Daily News, this d- douchebag claimed he was simply trying to help Finn Balor. My plan was to help Finn Balor. I'm a fan. I like his aura. I like his attitude. I like everything about his charisma. I like everything about him. I just jumped from where I was sitting... And I ran and speared Seth Rollins. I busted his lip open. He caught me in a headlock. I broke the headlock. And I was trying to get him. Then the referees and security guards broke us apart. 
as per the NYPD. The 24-year-old has been charged with attempted assault and attempted violation of arts and culture affairs. Never heard of that before. I've never heard of that crime. No. So, a good friend of ours, Erwin, heard about this, and he, he was asking me questions about it and everything going on, and he goes, she's getting crazy. Mm-hmm. And he reminded me, I don't know if you remember this, speaking of tennis, Monica Sellis. Right. Remember a fan came on the thing and it stabbed her like in the neck? I yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got lucky here with Seth Rollins. And AEW had a similar internet a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I think one the first second, first or second show back, fan jumped on the bag. Yeah, too. during the Jericho yeah. MJF segment, yeah. So, do you think this is going to become a thing? Because this is twice now, what, three months? And what could these companies do to prevent this? It's simple. I mean, beef up security, one. Two, let's look at what the, the history of this. 2019 with the fan that uh, tackled Bret Hart. Yes, the Hall of Fame. It's true. In the Hall of Fame. At Barclays. San Marino. Maybe something something's wrong in the Brooklyn water. Yeah. But let's take a look at this. There are various victims here. I mean, one, Seth Rollins, yes. Yeah. The obvious. You know, you could have seriously hurt him. Guy has family. Yes. Newborn kid. Whatever. Second, this dude was so detached from reality. The guy who tackled him. Mm-hmm. He, he thought he was talking to the to to a Seth to Seth Rollins to the actual actual Seth Rollins to WhatsApp or Instagram. I forget yes, through what something like that. And he got swindled out of money via gift cards. I mean, <laughs> a I want to feel angry in the sense that yes, you attack someone that's not cool. No, but then in the other on the other side, you're like this guy needs help. Yeah, this guy even you, even his explanation was bad. How do you think you're talking to Seth Rollins? Why is Seth Rollins asking you for money? Yeah, listen, guys, if you really if if there are fans out there right now listening to us that are being sw- that are thinking that uh that they're talking to either a wrestler or a movie star or something or even an Insta Instagram model influencer, yeah. yes. You're not. Nope. If if they ask you for money, get out. Like don't don't it's stupid of you to send these people money. Yes, like it, they're just that. Just, they're just doing just that. They're they're you know bleeding you dry. So this guy, even in his explanation, was telling. He, I don't think he he got it. No, because he was still saying, "Oh, I had to settle the score because mm. he did A, B, and C to me," and I feel bad for him. Sure, but you know, at the same time, I don't want to feel bad because you fell for it. Yeah. You should have been smart enough to be like, if I'm going to talk to Seth Rollins and I'm going to pay money to see Seth Rollins, it's either going to go through a booking agency mm-hmm. or through the WWE or through a cameo or through something. Like, it's, it's something that, 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 that is legitimate, not some WhatsApp, oh, you got to go to a drugstore and buy five gift cards. Yeah, gift each cards for too. X amount of money. Get out of here, man. It's also I've weird. known people who've done, who, who have fallen for that. It's also weird. Like, he had the explanation about being catfished. Right. And then that's why I read it tonight. Like he read, he wanted to help Finn Balor. Like, what is the story here? That's the other thing. It's like he he. It, it's also part of him being detached from reality. It's still real to him, damn it. And there's like, been, there's been many times. Yeah, <laughs> there's many times where I'm following certain people on Instagram or Twitter, or whatever, and then I'll see them liking my stuff and following me back. Yeah, and they'll send me a message. Like this is this can't be real. And lo and behold, it's not. Instead of like an I, it's an it's an L. Right. Instead of a O, it's a zero. I'm like, so you got to be very. Instead of like an underscore, it's like a dash. Right. These guys are people out there are so fucking nuts. And unfortunately, there are people they prey on and who are so, like I said, detached that they'll fall for this. And it's no, it's, it's sad. sad. Yeah. It's sad. Like it's sad. I know. I I've done the same thing where I thought it was like Nikki Bella or something, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. I actually was confused on Twitter when I saw Sean Stasiak 
oh, followed shit. me. Okay. And I thought it was a joke. Mm. And because I'm like, mind you, I had forgotten about Sean Stasiak. I think we all did. Yeah. And I saw the profile and it's like chiropractor. I'm like, oh, this is definitely bullshit. Mm. <laughs> but it turns out it was actually his real profile. Really? Yeah. Um, it was his real profile and he, you know, he's really a chiropractor. He, he's doing legit for himself. And he follow. I think he follows also like all these people who are just like I. He, he might be following you. For oh, all I, know. I got to check this out. Yeah. So because he does, he does keep tabs on the wrestling world. Okay. He's just not active in it. Wow. So, but no, be careful, guys. Like any, unless it has a check mark, mm-hmm. or or it's like some representative of theirs that's contacting you because you won a, a, a contest or sweepstakes or something. Even then, still be careful. Yeah. Like. And unless it's legitimate, like, do your research, be careful, don't fall for this crap. And all these videos of the attack have gone viral, of course. There was, I think, the main one right, right in front of what happening got, like, a million views within the first hour. Dude can tackle, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him that. But it's also, you, you watch that clip from the, that point of view, you see the guy with a full-on head start. No, yeah. Like, there's got to be security by these posts. Yeah, yeah. He he came from the corner. Somebody's got to, no ran. one saw this? Nobody fucking saw this? Nobody saw it. There was no security in the corner. That's bad. Yeah. For Barclays, that's that's terrible. Yeah. This, and I've seen, now I'm looking back and I see these wide shots of the yeah. of these entrances and I don't see these securities in the corner. No. I see them like on the, the steps, but not like on the ground level, but still easy. Boom. I know they have security right at the end, like at the ramp. Like they'll have a guy like, you know, hey, pushing people back so yeah, they yeah. don't get too close. Like I see them there, but nobody at the corner. Maybe nobody not there. Not like, in the back. Yeah. I mean, you have him in the front, like in ringside. If I'm in the last row, I can just hop over the fucking railing. Yeah, I mean, you have you have security ringside. You have uh, security near the ring posts, near the um, announcing announcer table, so nobody jumps in and does mm-hmm. something stupid. Stupid, stupid. But not. I'm, I'm sure. pretty sure they're gonna revamp that now. So I mean, it's, you never talked about the setup for Raw SmackDown. It's a beautiful stage, right? We saw it at WrestleMania. It's basically the WrestleMania 35 mm-hmm. stage. Mm-hmm. But if they had that. If they had this, like the stage, elevated stage back with the ramp, mm-hmm. that would prevent the stuff that's happening too. Right. There's no way they're going to climb the stage or the ramp without being tackled. You need to bring back the elevated stage. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Yeah. Because this guy just got a full-on head start. Yeah. All I got to say, he great tackle, bro. I'll give you that. But also, relax. Yeah. I think he had a busted lip before. Yeah. He had a busted lip. So don't don't stroke your ego yeah, too much, yeah. douche. Yeah. I mean, again, hopefully, I don't want to say jail time here maybe a fine probably no jail time but i he the one thing he definitely needs is some sort of therapy unless he's totally far gone mentally he has to plead guilty here no of course because it's on tape no and and also all the recordings of him like just saying whatever he he was he was he was far gone there was there was no reasoning with this dude no at all so like even if i told him you know this is fake right he would not understand it but yeah man it's fucking nuts and i think we all i know you do Hmm? but i would love a woman, like badass, like Becky Lynch. Oh yeah, she just popped out. She's ready to fucking go for a man. You see that? She could probably kick his ass. Oh man, what a badass biatch. She she, she could kick his ass. Yeah. She's fit. Anyway, please don't do that. Please don't do that. S- speaking of hot, her attire at uh, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Oh, good god. <laughs> okay, she's actually there paying homage to my girl Britney Spears. That's what you heard. That's what I heard. Which I understood. I can see the correlation. The, the Oops, I did it again? If you, yes, that? if you see a red latex bodysuit like that, you're going to say, oh, pretty smears. Yeah. But the week before, Liv Morgan did the same thing, and they were making that same comparison. Like, what's going on here? You guys got to coordinate your outfits more. 
I I read about the uh, the whole uh, one division thing. Ah, uh, I could work too. Yeah, uh, you know, one was a- Agatha Harkness, and mm-hmm. then her being the Scarlet Witch. That makes more sense. That would that would make more sense. The, the but color, red, I don't the color see... red was off. It wasn't Scarlet. It was that bright red. Mm. No, else. I mean she fantastic. I'm so sorry I missed it, but I did. Thank you to everybody. Let's who give kept... a cheers to uh, Becky Lynch's outfit. No, no, it, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Whoever uh, designed it and. Thank you, Becky, for wearing it and giving us the gift of beauty. I'll leave it PG. Moving on real quick. For the first time in over 770 days by the time this airs, Kenny Omega is not a world champion. (laughs) (laughs) It was announced this week Kenny Omega has vacated the AAA Mega Championship. A fatal five-way match will now be held at the next event on December 4th, titled Triple Mania. I can't say the Spanish word. Triple Mania. R-E-G-I-A. Regia. 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 Of course, he vacated the same reason. He's leaving AEW because he needs several surgeries. Yes. Now, the Mega Championship is like the main singles championship in the AAA promotion. He's the longest rating title holder in history. He got it October 9th, 2019. He lost it um, 2021 on November. Now, people get hurt all the time, but do you think this is a downside of this forbidden door being open? Because he's been wrestling in AEW. He's been wrestling Impact. He's been wrestling in AAA. Is he wearing himself too thin with this forbidden door, or is it just? It casual? could be, it could be. Okay. You're, you're you're spreading yourself too thin. I think so. that's one. That's the first thing I thought. I, I think there's also too much pressure on these wrestlers from fans to see all these dream matches. True. So that's what AEW that. is doing. There's that's what Impact has, has what Impact just ended. Yeah. With AEW and all these smaller promotions and even indie indie promotions, there's a lot of pressure from fans now who. Uh, now have gotten a taste of what AEW wants from the fans. They gave us the forbidden door, yeah, and now they want more. So I don't see WWE doing that anytime soon, obviously. No. But I do see AEW and their stars and maybe other promotions like AAA. I don't know if CMLL is still around um, in Mexico as well, but I, I do see them tr- maybe trying to cater to this fan base of seeing – a, the Mexican stars wrestle in the United States for bigger opportunities, mm-hmm. and also for the American stars to come into not only Mexico but Japan, maybe Europe. You know, it's 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 a, it's it's like couch booking. You know, you want to see Kenny Omega facing you know the biggest stars in Mexico. You mm-hmm. want to see him go against somebody from NJPW, but I feel like it's a detriment, and it's also a responsibility because he was champion. Okay. They expected him to do that. Yeah, of and course. You also Champions to show up, but right, right. And you also yeah. have AEW, AEW wanting him, wanting him showcased because this is our guy. True. This is a guy that can do everything. He is the best wrestler on the planet. Period. That's how he was being billed as. On the other side, I could say that a healthy wrestler may not have had the bad luck that Kenny Omega had health wise. He might have, you know, lasted longer. Mm-hmm. Um, God, God willing, or whatever. So I'm not going to say that necessarily is uh, leaving to chance. I think it was just maybe Kenny Omega's body just needed a break. And and you can tell that he was a hard worker. Very hard worker, yeah. You know, he, he never skipped a week. He put on banger matches. Yep. They were fantastic. I, I have yet to have a complaint of a Kenny Omega match. Maybe the last one he did. The Hangman page? Yeah, because I thought that could have been better. better. It wasn't bad. But I think it could have been better. Maybe because he was hurt. Maybe. And he still put on a hell of a show. He, no, yeah. Not fucking nuts. The, the people went, went home happy. But hopefully, you know, speedy recovery to Kenny. 
Um, yeah, hopefully I think it's going to be a big loss. It's a big loss, and thank you for telling me that I am now the Triple A champion. <laughs> Thanks. I did not even know that. Thank Breaking you news. so much. Breaking news. I am so thankful for that. Hashtag thankful. Yeah. Get your microphone there, please. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, very excited. Maybe a little rusty here, but yeah. But yeah, no. Um, hopefully, hopefully he gets better. And whoever's champion next, I hope they don't put him through the ringer, as they did yeah. with Kenny. I don't think so, because I think the partnerships are been closed. The forbidden door is now like one of those for, forbidden saloon doors. Like it's not open. I think yeah, it's, 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 it's swinging. It's, yeah, it's like a saloon. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, Hangman Page will just focus on AEW. Who would be your ideal? Let's say your ideal American champion. If they were to, if there was an, uh, an American. A wrestler, not I want to say I don't want to say American wrestler, mm-hmm. but someone wrestling here in the United States right now okay. that would be let's say your ideal AAA champion. Oh, for Mexico? Yeah. Is there any special qualities that AAA champions? Well, have? AAA is the WWE of Mexico. It's a big promotion. Mm-hmm. So you want a big it's name? Huge. You you want a big name, and they, and they crave it. They crave the attention. Then you have to go with probably one of the best in the business right now, uh, AJ Styles. Yeah. And I think I think if WWE were open to that that opportunity, you can do it, man. Yeah. They're leaving. They're leaving your arenas, the fans. Yep, do it. You see the, uh, see that picture? I think it was from Raw. Was it? Yeah, Bar- I think it, it was Bar- Raw. Raw. It was Raw. Where we saw it was packed. Yeah, but on the the, op- the camera side, it was the camera all side empty. was bad. Yeah, it was empty. I mean, I I would say it's it's time to broaden your horizons a little bit. And they the report was anyway. Who knows how much true this is? But the report was when they were in negotiations with Daniel Bryan, they were willing to have him go to New Japan. If it meant keeping him. I think you should have done it. So, if they're willing to talk to New Japan for Daniel Bryan. Well, I think that ship has sailed now. Oh, now it's sailed. Yeah. Yeah. But they were willing to. Yeah. There's many There's many promotions in Mexico. No, Mexico's a good market. Yeah. Mexico's Plus, you have a good the, market. the Cologne company. I mean, you have, you have a good relationship with the Colognes. In uh, Puerto Rico, yes. They can, do, they, they can open they their can own do. little forbidden door in the universe. Yeah. But. Puerto, Puerto Rico is, is a big wrestling market. And um, I think also South America is starting up. Shit is it? Too. Yeah. Yeah. They can do something. But I, we, yeah. I said we talked many times on the show. They won't. But if they want to, there's many There's many options there. I, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Like every time I see a dirt sheet report about, oh, Triple H said this and Triple H said that, I'm like, until I see it at an event or your one of your wrestlers just happens to pop in, I'll be excited then. Don't get me wrong. And I'll give you kudos for it. I mean, you rebranded the uh... – Los Lotharios. Sit them down to fucking do a show. People will pop. Oh, WWE guys. Yeah. Get them experience. And there's so many opportunities they can do, but they're not going to. You know, the people that they uh, that they had sent down to NXT a couple of months ago before the rebrand of yeah. NXT. You could have sent, sent them somewhere else. Yep. You know. And Triple H always said they're open, they're open for business, but we also know that. Uh, That's just talk. Yeah. That's just talk. That's a sound bite. Yeah. So... Ric Flair talked about it on his podcast, episode one, that Kenny Omega and AJ Styles play with the best in the business, mm-hmm. along with Randy Orton, who reached a huge milestone this past Sunday. Not only did he defeat the Usos, but he also uh, wrestled his 100th and 77th match, pay-per-view match, I should say. Damn. Officially breaking the record held by Kane. Wow. Now he's also close to breaking the record for Raw, also held by Kane. I'm surprised they didn't do it back-to-back. Give, right. Give him that match on Raw, just have him... Break him back to back and Barkley Center would be fine. On figures in third place at 174 matches. Great career. Yeah, everyone's talking about legacy of Randy Orton, what a career he's had. Absolutely. Almost incredible. 20 years. Yeah. Does he get the respect he deserves? Because when you talk about people's favorite wrestlers, you talk about the greatest of all time, Mount Rushmore, this. Now, 
Randy Orton's name does not pop up as often as people think. Not to the hardcore fans. Not to, like, the people that watch now, obviously. Yeah. But even, you know, even I haven't, haven't placed Randy Orton on my Mount Rushmore. No, neither have I. A lot and, of people and, don't, but and it's, and it, that's the career, he's, look at the career he's had. You know, that's not a knock to him. Mm-hmm. I the one the one thing that I, I I liked seeing about this guy is that I have seen him since I was stepping out of being a teenager, saw him grow, mm-hmm. and now you're seeing him in the, the if you want to call it twilight of his career. I think he's had, he has a bunch of years left. It's a fair statement though, yeah. Yeah, but it's a it's an incredible feat. It's an incredible achievement. You didn't see Hulk Hogan do that. Nope. You didn't see Austin do that. You didn't see The Rock do that. But like, and Kane, yeah. But when you saw Kane and the Undertaker wrestle, they were old as hell, maybe out of shape, bad hips, all that stuff. Yeah. Randy Orton still looks like he's a million bucks. Yeah. He's so it, it, it is a shame. Even coming from me, like I, I think I made I made a mistake in not placing him in in his rightful place in a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So and and this is me telling you as a Steve Austin fan who what? only caught him for four years, and that was. And I've told everybody that's my favorite wrestler of all time. He's wrestled people who have retired. Yep. Wrestling people who are starting, and wrestling people who were who came from other companies, and there's they're also at the twilight of their career. So, absolutely Hall of Famer. Oh, Congratulations that. to him. I feel he still has maybe another five years left. Do you think he'll get the fifteenth championship? Oh, he should get it. All right, just one more time. He should get one more little it. run. One more little run. It doesn't hurt. And then. If he's, but only to set him up for the next big person. Oh yeah, hands down. Yeah, like you, WWE has a tendency of not capitalizing on those moments. You need you someone. You don't say. You know, of course. Yeah. Every, everybody has had a, a complaint about that, and I think, seeing as we don't have Cena around as much mm-hmm. because he's doing his thing, you still have that work. You still have the, the one last person from that immaculate class. OVW clue. Yeah. That can, can can easily make the next you know, make the next star. And using Randy Orton at this point would be awesome. I love Randy Orton. Never really cared for Riddle. No. And I was like, why are you wasting AJ Styles with Omos? And you you're wasting Randy Orton with Riddle. But now I get it. Because what he's done with Riddle makes me care about Riddle. Yeah. The way the on-screen dynamic is going, and God knows what he's teaching him backstage. You see Randy um, Riddle, even his evolution in the past couple of months alone, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. And that's all due to Randy Orton. I guess he, don't get the, he doesn't get the credit I enough, too, being I a locker room leader. Riddle, I didn't take Riddle seriously. I just thought it was like, oh, this guy, he's just a pothead. You know, I'm like riding around on a, on, a, on a little scooter and stuff. You know, I, I would shut it off at that point and then come back to I'll where we got interesting. Yeah. yeah. But now it's like you understand, like, this could be the guy. You talking about making stars. I think yeah, this could be the guy. I think the rumor was he wanted to work with Riddle, and I think he sees something in Riddle that we don't. And look, Riddle's Riddle's doing fucking fantastic. He's doing these fucking amazing matches, and now people are actually caring about him because he was a great wrestler. Oh no, yeah, UFC star too. Don't yeah. care about him. Yeah, but now people are caring about him because RK Bro stuff and the way they made us care about him with Randy Orton not being not being sure, yeah, blowing him off and then like going all in on it. Mm-hmm. I give a shit about Riddle now. And that's all due to Randy Orton. And the thing with us, I think, I, I think we don't give him enough credit either because we all. I just called him a pothead, right? Cause Riddle, I, yeah, because I, yeah, I, I just felt that's what he looked. That's who he was. And that's not a judgment. That's what that's they're. Not a judgment. That's what they're. That's just to portray. Yeah, 
you know, and you know they had him do things with RVD and whatever. Yeah, but in even reality, comments like uh, Pat McAfee was making, right? I think it was Pat McAfee during a Survivor Series. Yeah, and I I think that we, I and I'm sure all the wrestling fans know it's a UFC guy. Mm-hmm. This guy knows mixed martial arts. Yeah, so he's a well-rounded al- athlete. So we're not taking him seriously because no. of where he came from. True. Like he, we should be taking care. We should be take, uh, taking him seriously because he can do a lot of things most of these other guys probably can't do. Oh yeah, his matches are amazing. You know, but you just don't pay attention because it's fucking riddle. Yeah, it's riddle. You think it's a comedy bit, yeah. and you know I'm guilty of that. But I have started paying attention with the whole RK Bro stuff. No, of course. You know, there's a there's a double cross coming somewhere. Probably soon. Yeah, I'm assuming this might. Is, I don't know if it's too far ahead, but maybe you know. But like WrestleMania. Yeah. Randy Orton riddle. Or that too soon or too far? I would say, I mean, predictable would Pretty, be okay. my, 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 my thing. That's because the, every fan would be like, oh, you know, it's coming. And then they'll have a match against WrestleMania. Yeah. But I would think of it as predictable because if you recall the last time Randy Orton broke off from people, mm-hmm. it was when he fought um, The Legacy. Yes, yes. And that, how did that, how did that turn out? True. That's what I was going to ask you the next question, yeah. Yeah. So, it it there was no payoff, nothing happened with Ted DiBiase Jr. Obviously, you know he he went into obscurity. Yeah. Of course, Cody Rhodes went on to be to go to AEW, but only because he left WWE. It wasn't because he was let go or whatever. And people are not really taking Cody Rhodes seriously now. It's a bitter pill to swallow at yeah. this point. Very surprising so, what's going on with you there. You know, yeah. he is the John Cena kind of of AEW. Not to say that he's at the level of John Cena. It's more like you're pushing him on us. Yeah. I was so, thinking Roman, the early Roman Reigns, but John Cena. Yeah, like early Roman. Yeah, exactly. People are dying for this heel turn, but he doesn't want to give it to him. He will. It, he, it's a slow burn in that company. Everything's a slow burn. Man. And uh, again, listen to episode two of the Ric Flair podcast. If you're going to turn Cody Rhodes heel, mm-hmm. you also have to turn Arn Anderson heel as well. Oh, that would be so great. Don't make them turn against each other. Oh, man. Because Ric Flair was talking about Arn Anderson is probably the best on the mic right now. Yeah. Especially in that company. And that's saying a lot. The, the people they have over there. We'll get into that next. But if you're going to turn Cody Rhodes heel, turn Arn Anderson heel, and that, them together as the heels, that's going to be a must watch. Dude, Arn Anderson heel on the mic. I would, just that, take I would my watch money. that. Yeah. Take my money. Please. Especially after the whole Glock thing. Yep. I thought that was hilarious, by the way. And I think that this guy running his mouth. Mind you, this guy came from the ho- Four Horsemen. Great television. Mm-hmm. Don't don't have Cody say a word. Just have Arn be your mic. Have True. him be like Paul Heyman. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of television, help we get some TV takedown. It's time for this week's TV takedown. All right, my friend. Let's get some TV this week. What do you got for me? Well, one thing I will say that I was very impressed with was aw dynamite the mjf cm punk promo and the only reason i am even remotely mentioning this Mm -hmm. is because punk's back to his verbal jabs that we all wanted after three months of just giving us his hey i'm back tour okay well said so i i guess the people just really wanted the man, the voice of the the actual voice of the voice of the pipe bomb guy, yeah, yeah, pipe bomb, heelish a little bit guy to come back, and he had a good sparring partner in the mouth that is MJF. It was a fantastic, fantastic duel 
a verbal duel. But I do have a but on that. Really? Punk could have done better. Really? Yeah. Okay, please explain that. It, it, you know, it just felt like... I felt like what he had in WWE with his infamous pipe bomb, and it, it just felt more personal. You know, I just felt that with this, you know, there was that reference to uh, MJF marrying Tony Tony's daughter, daughter yeah. when she got older and whatever. I don't think he even has a daughter yet. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he, I think he's our age. Yeah. Which, which is sad, by the way. <laughs> but I felt like they, there shouldn't have been that kind of like innuendo, like I'm attacking Triple H kind of thing here. I okay. mean, I can see that coming from MJF because he's a guy who's never been in WWE like that. Okay. But I think the whole punk, coming from punk to me, it just felt like, okay, you need to focus on your enemy here. Don't focus, don't, don't, uh, execute jabs by mentioning what hurt you. Mm. You know, execute jabs. Interesting take. Okay. By focusing on the man that you could potentially have a good program with. And you could easily hurt MJF by using other things. And I think in this case, MJF won round one. He clearly won this round. Yeah. There was no, I don't think there's any debate here. MJF came on top here. And the one thing we, me and Mark were all talking about, we were looking forward to. Punk versus MJF on the mic. Mm-hmm. They delivered. No, it was fantastic. Great. The best 20 minutes I've seen this yeah. week. This whole week. Hands yeah. down. And one of the things is I frequently mention is I hate when they take the cheap shots at the WWE. Mm-hmm. There's no point in that. Especially when these former guys come up and bash the company that made you. Right. But somehow these guys, it worked here because it wasn't really a shot at the company. It was kind of fires at each other. Right. And it was just pure genius because they know... The AEW crowds, when you reference WWE, they eat that shit up. Oh, yeah, they do. And they knew that. That's why they made this promo even work even better. It, they baited them. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, I've never seen the Miz as a huge pop before. <laughs> you know, you know that that was the one part I did like. I'm like, you him calling him a less famous Miz, I'm like, I, that's clever. I very clever. Very clever. And I didn't even think about that. Neither did I. Yeah. And so now. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking, about I'm like, wow, this guy's a total tool. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it, it worked. But I, I feel like in Punk's on Punk's end, it could have been a little bit more... It's not yet personal, this feud. Do you think that was done on purpose? Two feet, like you said. Or it, was it done to... Was Punk on the ropes here? No, no. Punk wasn't on the ropes, I think. I think in, in this case, the Punk fans... Punk fans are expecting him to bash his former employer as much as he can. Because they, but he did that already. Come on, move on. But they want more. A casual AEW fans that sit at home right now watching Dynamite or Rampage mm-hmm. are gonna are people to just feel either marginalized or yes. feel like the WWE never has really catered to them mm-hmm. in the past couple of years. And I understand that. But I think you also, if you don't care about WWE anymore, why do you feel the need to have Vince referenced uh, in every promo or have Thank Triple you. H or Stephanie or or what have you? That's my problem. Yeah, you know, I, in 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 the in the case of MJF, this is a guy who was on the outside looking in to this feud. That's why he mentioned John Cena. He mentioned, yeah. you know, Triple King H. Kings. You know, he was on the outside looking in, and this is a guy who was practically saying, "Hey, I had my your poster on my wall, mm-hmm. and I watched you on TV." That's why I liked it. it wasn't a, he wasn't attacking. Taking these cheap shots at the E. No, he wasn't. He was using it to dig against no, CM Punk. It, it so was, I thought that was well done. It yeah. was it was the obstacles that CM Punk once claimed were to his detriment True. in WWE. 
So I think it worked a lot better in MJF's favor mm-hmm. uh, in terms of, you know, the verbal debate, if you will, if you want to call it that. I think it should be an interesting program going forward. Where 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 is this going to pay off? I have no no idea. I know the next pay-per-view is until February. That's my next question to you. So, yeah, where do you think it's going to go? So I, I would say if, if they're going to do like a – I know they they have an event in the beginning of the year. That might be a, a point of for them to execute a match between them. Yeah, I think this is a pay-per-view quality match, though. It should be a pay-per-view quality yeah. match. Now, who wins in that situation, though? I would. said last week, let me get your opinion, when – CM Punk came out last week on Dynamite and ignored MJF's handshake. I'm like, this is the moment. And after seeing this promo, I'm even more convinced MJF should be the one who beats CM Punk. Oh, yeah, he should. Because CM Punk won't be hurt here, mm-hmm. but MJF would elevate him to the next level. MJF would be elevated, and I think he just needs that big win. He does. You know, the, I think that the program he had with Jericho was fantastic mm-hmm. up to the last match. Any. Fan will tell you MJF should have come out on top, but then again, do you want Jericho retiring? They kind of painted themselves into a corner. No, there. yeah, it's facts. So yeah, they painted themselves into a corner there, so they needed Jericho to win. Mm-hmm. So and again, that loss. I don't think it hurt Punk um, MJF there either. It didn't, but it kind of slowed down whatever momentum he had. Okay. So he he was coming out strong, putting putting Jericho through the tests, mm-hmm. whatever. I forget labors what the labors of Jericho. Yes. Well done. Yeah. I thought that was well done, but then the payoff was just like, yeah, it's yeah, I've been here, done that. But it was because of that. I think they painted themselves to the corner in that stipulation. Hey, if, if Jericho loses, he's done. I think, and yeah, they didn't. Nobody wanted that. There's no way. Yeah, you do that. Not yet, anyway. I think now you need to give MJF that one big win, and it would be huge. Because let, let's face it, right now, Daniel Bryan as a heel replacing Omega, that's short term. You think? Yeah, that's short term. Why so? Let's put it this way. Everything that's going on right now, if you're going to give MJF his spot after he beats Punk, if he beats Punk, mm-hmm. that sets up a nice number one contendership mm-hmm. if, if Hangman Page is still the champion. so And that would be fantastic. Okay. So you can see that maybe towards the, the beginning of the spring, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe towards uh, the all-out pay-per-view next August. Probably. September, whenever it is, yeah, and you'll see your payoff there. And I, I, I think this is his time. I think next year is the year of MJF. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, and just, they're just playing the long game here because you know he's going to be champion yeah. eventually. I like how they're not rushing him. Yeah, gave him that diamond ring for the next, last two years. They gave him the fucking pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Now they're CM Punk. This is just uh, that would just mm, elevate him to the next level. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, I, I think that the the reason I say also Daniel Bryan short term. I mean, when you see MJF coming on the horizon here, you need to put Bryan in a space now where you're not going to have him win the title right now. No, you need to give him his time. You need to make him earn it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's he he has this schedule since he came back where he wrestles almost every week. Yes, it's impressive, very impressive. You know, it, it between Punk him and Punk. That. Yeah, I think him and Cole. Have had more matches than Punk has had. Yes. So, you need him to gr- grind and earn his spot. And then maybe the crowd can be like, maybe it's time for Brian to have one. I, I think it was a last run. Because he did mention this would be his last three years as a full-time, full-time wrestler. Yeah. So, right now, it, you don't need to rush Brian like that. It's short-term. Once he ends that program. Back to being in we'll, face? No, I wouldn't say necessarily a face, but he wouldn't be in the spotlight 
for okay. World Championship. Fair enough. So, so ho- hopefully uh, MJF gets his spot. It deservedly so. Yeah, yeah. It's he's, about it's time. He's killing it, and yeah. then he can go toe to toe with CM Punk. Oh, that's and fantastic! Beat him. Yeah. Again, I don't know if it's by choice, by design, but I mean, I know you and I think he won. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Punk fans might say he no, Punk won. There's no way they can I'm think like, he won. And again, he does not like that's what I'm saying. Like Punk lost, but that could be by design yeah. to set up something else down the road. But you got to admit, Punk lost this match here. Yeah. On the mic in front of his own crowd. Even better. Even better. <laughs> oh man, MJF's, yeah. MJF's awesome. No, that was a fantastic promo. I thought it was it was good for MJF. Good for whoever designed this. Um, you can tell that it it, it, it was organic. It, it also the crowd just fed into it, loved it. Mm-hmm. Of course, they were behind Punk, but they gave MJF his props. Good zingers, went straight to the heart, straight to the jugular. Overall, great. So, I don't know if you've listened to the show, Jeffrey, but uh, I'm not a big, huge in the AW. Uh, I've heard from the outside, yeah. Yes. Uh, but what has gotten me into it is that because nothing is connected with me. But, and again, I so, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to offend anybody. But something that did was the Gun Club. Okay. They are eight known tag teams. <laughs> it's for 2021. They're like 21 and something in trios championship, uh, trios matches. I am so happy to see them on national TV, not on the... Not in the YouTube shows. Quick win. Dominant win. I'm looking forward to this program. Again, I mentioned it last week. Darby Allen. Not only helped Darby Allen, who doesn't need the help, mm-hmm. but it helped the young Colton and the other the, the other gun get some national TV time. Right. And again, Billy Gunn, 58 years old, looks better than both Fantastic of us combined. Shape, it's just man. amazing. It's insane. Insane. Yeah. It's And he can still go. Yeah. I, I don't think he has the credit he deserves. Yeah, man. When I, when I, that's what I'm saying. I apologize. I feel weird saying this because a lot of the time I see on Twitter, it's, it's all hate for him. Like, why are you hate this guy's? Why are you hating on Billy Gunn? And like, I understand he's Mr. Ass. He was never the, the guy, but he's 58 years old, has a body of a 20 something year old. He can still go okay, in the it's ring. It's insane. It's insane. I think he doesn't get enough credit he deserves. And now he has these two young, his two young kids he's partnered with. And what better person to learn from than your father? I think people are just bashing because, okay, this is Billy Gunn, 58 years old. Mm-hmm. He's getting TV time, you know? And Over young that's guys. not the case. Mm-hmm. The case is you have Billy Gunn, 58 years old, who is trying to teach his kids the business. Exactly. And they're, those two are in fantastic shape, too. Mm-hmm. Are they still green? Kind of. You know, that's why they're on the YouTube shows. So they're, they're on the YouTube shows, and this is, this is a way they, they've been showcased on Dark. Uh, if if you guys watch Dark Dark Elevation too, I mean they're they're good good athletes. It's gonna take some time to get them up, you know, up to par with like other tag teams that are of in course, the division yeah. right now. I mean, right now the tag team, I think the tag team division in AEW is pretty damn strong. Really, you know, especially with the the current tag team champions, Lucha uh, Bros, the Pentagon Junior, yeah. and Ray Phoenix. I think they're both fantastic. They're not. I'm not going to say the best ones so far. Um, I, I still think that credit goes to the Young Bucks due to the program that they had the entire year. You make a good point because I think I was always saying I heard AEW is going to be based on, like not based on, but like promote tag team wrestling. No, and they do. And I felt they, they kind of never hit that mark I, until recently. I think I they're think, doing a good job. I now. think on two-on-two, it's still a, a ways off. I know they promote a lot of trios. Yeah, a lot. So I 
I know some people. There are people that I've spoken to that would like a trios championship in AEW. Well. Yeah. How that would work out, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but uh, I know. I, I, I'm, if I'm not correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't know if that was done in Lucha Underground. It was. It was. Yeah. Okay. They didn't have a tag team championship. Yeah. It was the main card, mid card, and the trios. Okay. So I know, like a trios championship could work. It could. I, I just don't know how it works for the trios and tag team championships. I mean. I, I always say that they don't don't if it ain't broke don't fix it. Yes, you can always do a free bird thing. Yes, you know, of course. It for New Day, you know, all three of them were champions. I think it's called the New Day rule now. But. Yeah. So I mean, it, it it could work there. I know that they're trying to build uh, new new tag teams. We have now Andrade and uh, you know Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they've been teamed up together. Uh, who knows how, how that'll work out? I think some people are a little disappointed that Malachi Black is not being elevated as he should be because coming up, still especially coming up coming off that program with uh, Cody Rhodes, yeah, right. So I mean, I right now the main event or mid card is just a little bit too stacked for them to just come up. You have to understand also, AEW is a very slow burn company. Mm-hmm. Everything is everything is methodically thought out. All of these guys are just stepping up little by little by little. So that the payoff eventually is fantastic. And so far, they've delivered on that, on these slow burns. Which You make a great point, and something I sort of vaguely referenced last week. So quickly, let's get no question. With all the talent AEW has, Johnny Gargano signed a one-week extension so he can compete in NXT War Games, which I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. What do you think the future holds for Johnny Gargano? Do you think he fits in AEW? I kind of feel like he gets lost in the shuffle there. Yeah. I agree. I think because the, pro- the point we talked about last week was with all these releases, with all the history of NXT call-ups to the main roster, it's going to be a huge gamble mm-hmm. to stay with WWE. But I think it's a huge gamble, but the payoff would be huge. AEW right now needs to chill with could, any big-name signings. You talked about in the Ric Flair podcast. You have the WWE firing people left and right. Yeah. But AEW is hiring people left and right. Eventually, they get to the point where there's too many... People. They're going to develop the same problem yeah. that WWE faced when they were calling up their NXT guys. The Johnny Gargano stays in the WWE. You know, if Johnny Gargano, well, actually, no, there there might be some space in WWE. Yeah, what, but, do, you think, what do you think he should go? Though? But uh, I would, I would say he he should take his chances in WWE. Gamble it now, pay it off. Yeah. Now, is he going to be top dog? No, I don't think so. Especially when they don't they don't want a guy like Johnny Gargano being their top guy. No. I mean, if John, if if I were Johnny Gargano and I was to be, want to be in the top spot in a company, I don't think AEW is a spot right now. Mm. I think your talents can be better used in a place like Impact. Again, I think he gets lost there as well. But but if you had to pick from the three, I, I think I think, I think that I think there's kind of some space there. And I want to say he has a, he has a better shot in the E because he has the people behind him: Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Road Dog. But again, that there's this huge disconnect to the NXT in the main roster, especially nowadays. You can't say that anymore. I can't. I can't even watch NXT right now. It's it's a little weird to me. No, it's a little weird to Man, me. I am right still now. loving uh, NXT. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had an issue with aid with NXT before the two point uh, change. Really? Where it was? I thought it was a little grungy. Okay. Right. And I'm not saying like, grungy in a bad way. It just looked like to me everybody just looked the same. So, <laughs> I think they needed to change. Sure, but now it's like. I can't really relate to anyone here. Well, I can. NXT was awesome this week. Yeah, Grayson Waller. You've been watching it at all? Or just do- I haven't. Grayson Waller. Although I've, ke- I've kept tabs on Joe Gacy. He's an Australian. 
He's a face, and all of a sudden he comes out, turns a heel promo. Now Grayson Wall's a heel. Okay, whatevs. Go against Tommaso Ciampa, which is he was a champion. You think he gets squashed. Grayson Waller showed up here. They did a nice job showing what Grayson Waller can do. Waller was very impressive here. So looking forward to this catapult some sort of legitimacy, I should say. Because that was fucking very impressive. And going back to our boy Joe Gacy, he cut this great promo in the ring. And somehow, our big man Joe Gacy has a cruiserweight championship match <laughs> against Roderick Strong because the 208 limit is weight shaming. Hmm. And Roger Strong waved it, and now there's a cruiserweight championship match for War Games. Well done, Joe Gacy. He's come a long way, Joe Gacy. Yeah. Especially with this I character mean, was not, who was different from we seen in the Indies. Yeah, no, I, I exactly. Yeah. Almost my point. Like I, the guy in the Indies that I saw, totally different. And good job for Joe Gacy for making it this far. I think I, that's a proud moment. I think I might have to watch War Games for him, just for him, because I feel like I saw him. I he was in my backyard. Yep. So like he you know him yeah I know him I, I feel like he, that's him. like one of my guys yes so I would I would love it if he just got a payoff here and just won the title so that that's what I'm invested in so the main event was Johnny Gargano Pete Dunne Carmelo Hayes for the North American Championship great match probably one of the matches of the week right but led to the ending the chaotic ending but now we have the War Games match it's going to be old school versus new school. NXT 2.0 guys versus the NXT Black and Gold guys, which is interesting because it's not a heel team versus face team. It's heels and faces versus heels and faces. Right. Kind of like a which, Survivor Series kind of Which kind of make you a little bit more invested. Like, how is yeah. this going to go? This card is taking shape, and it's making me actually want to watch War Games because this card is – they're doing a great job building this card. A lot of people don't give NXT credit, but they're doing a great job building this card. I think that main event also is kind of like a reminiscent to like tradition versus now. Exactly. So, well so, said. You know, like if you if you recall, if it's the main event, yeah, if it is, yes. So it reminds me of like when WCW tried to try to do that. You know, you had, you had the NWO who was new and whatever, and then mm. you had the traditionalists like Ric Flair, and they they didn't, they didn't like what was going on. Okay. So it reminds me of like it's new school versus tradition. So tradition being the black and gold, well old school stuff, versus this new crop of NXT guys mm-hmm. that could very well take NXT up and even individual careers into bigger paths huge so there's a i think there's a lot at stake here it's 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 either it it kind of sounds like they want to put some finality in the old nxt brand that's the tease that they're trying to give you do you watch impact at all no you are missing out i i you you keep telling me that and i have i have yet and i said the same thing i have yet to give it a shot to marcus he said the same thing until he started to watch it one day listen to me and now he's an impact fan one of the things that got him in when they decided to debut with a thing called Russell House, mm-hmm. <laughs> their reality show. They have a reality show? It was a quote-unquote reality okay. show where all these wrestlers were locked in a house, <laughs> different personalities, you had love triangles, love romances. Anytime there's, anytime there's a fight, it would be re- match time. They would go to a wrestling match. And it was slowly introduced, maybe over the course of maybe like a month and a half, two months. Okay. And it led to something. Mm-hmm. There was, there was a storyline intertwined in there. So what happened? My my DVR cut out last week, so that's why I didn't talk about it in the show. But they brought back Russell House, mm-hmm. Russell House Two. <laughs> but they did it in a way. Thursday was Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Who's watching TV on Thanksgiving? Not nobody. Unless you're watching football. But... Unless you're watching football or you're recording stuff. Right. 
which is what I did. I recorded Impact. Impact on Thanksgiving gave us a two-hour episode of Wrestle House. Tried to cheer up Johnny Swinger. It was such a well-done parody of reality shows with wrestling involved. And there's a beef, there was wrestling involved. Impact Wrestling, Ben. It's just, they're doing a fucking fantastic job over there. So, Absolutely. Mark Swan listened to me last year. Please give it a shot. Wrestle House 2. Check it out on YouTube. Oh, it was fucking great. I gotta give him a shot. I gotta give him a shot. Let's get in some go-home thoughts. Uh, vacant. Jeffrey, thank you for being here. Oh, of course. Anytime. It's been way too long. No, it was. It was very... I can't even remember the last time I was here. I think it was the Adam West episode. I like believe it was said. the Adam West episode, yeah. Yes. Rest in peace, Batman. Yes, rest in peace, Batman. And I'm glad that uh, I was able to give you a reprieve from your nemesis that I always hear every week, Mark Schwann, no. wherever you are. Mark Schwann's a cool guy. Meaning him can bro out outside of the show. He's really a nice guy. We hung out in Lenox City. But then ever since he be, like, made that turn to be 100% AEW Mark and just bashing every AEW does, we can't have a conversation. You know, like, I was... He, I bring it up. He's like, well, AEW this, WB this. I'm like, come on, bro. Can we just have a conversation? No, no. Like, 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 yeah. Like, I I bash WWE maybe 24-7. But you, you need to look at it from both sides, too. But you still watch it, though. Yeah, no. I, I, I'll watch, like... An, a video and be like, I'll give them the the props that they deserve. But if you think it sucks, you don't like bash him. Like, all right, I'll, I won't watch it again. No, yeah, I I did that once, and I, I did that once, and and I completely missed out on the entire ruthless aggression era. Yes, oh, that's yes. way back. Yeah, yes, folks, I made that mistake. Okay? Jesus, I made that mistake, and I regret it. And now, thanks to the power of the peacock, I can I'm go sorry, back. What you say? The peacock. The what? Oh, the, sorry, the, the peacock. The, the streaming tier is okay. Yeah, no, no, not that 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 thing. PG show. <laughs> but you know, because of that, I'm able to go back to watch like the great SmackDown episodes of your, if you will. You know, so of your of your. Yes, we're that old. It's been it's been many years, man. <laughs> when did so, you start watching wrestling? I started watching wrestling. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, my first. The first time I was introduced to it, I was I was watching Bash of the Beach '97. Okay. And uh, I was hanging out with a friend of mine. They had ordered the pay-per-view. And that's when I saw the match with, like, Dennis Rodman mm-hmm. and Macho Man. I think it was against DDP, yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, and Lex Luger. But it that's when I was introduced to it. So I was a WCW guy. Damn. So I was there from, like, mid-97 all the way through when Sting beat Hogan for the title of Starcade. And by 98, I think it was mid-98, I was gravitating towards WWE. Okay. When Austin won the title. Yes. Um, I saw the feud with Dude Love. Yes. Um, When I really got hooked, and I know this is a very unpopular opinion by most, because every time I mention this, I get like, oh, that pay-per-view sucked. Survivor Series, the Deadly Games Tournament, I thought was great. All right, yeah, I can't argue that. I can't. Yeah, I thought that was well done. Who's arguing that? Yeah, it's great. That pay-per-view. was an entertaining tournament. Yes. The entire pay per view was a tournament, and I'm like, you have horrible friends. They're f- yeah, no, and, and the way the way there's just everything just came about that, like yeah. how you know the Rock turned, how Shane McMahon was you know playing the other side, <laughs> how Austin got screwed. It was great, man. It was a great pay per view. What made you miss the ruthless aggression era? It was, I think, just the the. Uh, so you, the, you, you fell off it for a while. Then. I fell off it because the spice to me just wasn't there after the uh, Monday Night Wars was over. It was, I didn't feel it. I didn't 
I didn't think the storylines were very compelling to me. Okay, but that was you know, well, that that was. But again, this was like me being younger, and mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what was going on. And it wasn't until you know the power of YouTube. Yes, and I started watching all these smack, you know, these clips from Smack, and I'm like, damn, I missed all the Cena shit. And then I got back on to the wagon, WrestleMania 22. Oh, my first WrestleMania. Yeah, shut up, big time. Yeah, Chicago. What's Chicago. up? Chicago. That's when I started watching it religiously. That was my the first yeah. of the 14 year streak. And I know for you and I it ended at the same time, mm-hmm. but I know you had a bigger streak, and I think you had a lot more invested in that. A lot more. And I, I, I mentioned this to you on Sunday. Like mm-hmm. To me, I was disappointed that the streak was over last year. But so I, last year, I didn't count that. Because we were supposed to go last year. Yeah, we, we were. But it ended. But it was like, all right. But it didn't end because there was no crowd. If, if, if we could have gone, I would have went. No, I would have gone. It ended. I would have gone. In Tampa Bay last year. Because I wasn't fucking going to Tampa Bay. That wasn't going like, to the fucking... Well, was it this they, year? They, no, it was this year. It was this year, yeah. Sorry, yeah, you're right, yeah, this year. Because they, they, re, they restarted their plan. Yeah, so... If you really uh, think about it. It technically ended this year. So I had that little pause. No, I mean, the way I counted is, I told you on Sunday, it was full circle for me. Because mm-hmm. my first WrestleMania was 29 mm-hmm. in MetLife. MetLife. And it ended at MetLife at 35. Well, you with your wife? Yes. So it, it Is that was, hers as well? It was her first, too. Nice. Yeah, it was her first. Um, so it was a great way to end it. It was a great way. I mean, I'm not disappointed. So am I going to go back to WrestleMania? Obviously, probably. Yeah. You know, there might be a time where I get the itch again. Maybe LA because uh, I've never been. It might like, again, if it's if there's going to be a Las Vegas mania, I'm there. And that's it. <laughs> that's the great way to retire. How do you feel about two nights? I, I heard from before the show started, before you came here, apparently WrestleMania night one is outselling night two. And like, how do you know? Exactly. It, it. I feel that I actually had conversations with other fans about this. There should be, um, like, in advance where they tell you, hey, night one, is it going to be like a Raw main event or a SmackDown main Okay, event? fair enough. You know, so that way, you know there are fans of Raw versus fans of SmackDown. But I think... The two-night thing was appropriate because I, you and I, in the last few WrestleManias that we've gone to, Too they long. were long. I mean, it's different watching it on TV, guys. And I know you, whoever was watching through streaming service, you can pause it. You can watch it the next day if you really wanted to. but it's, it's And it's not as exhausting because mm-hmm. at least you have a break. Also, you're on your couch. Yeah, you're on your couch. You Those chairs people. are not comfortable. Yeah, no. And, and you gotta, you're surrounded by... You know, you're 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 sometimes you're there like tailgating, mm-hmm. just like if you would at football game. So you have Hell all yeah. those hours beforehand. Then you go into the stadium and you enjoy you enjoy the pre-show, which could be two hours. Yes, and then the entire pay-per-view, which could be five, six hours, even longer. Very tough. Anyway, Jeffrey, vacant three sixteen. Where can we find you on social medias? WWE vacant three sixteen on all platforms. Are you still active on posting? Um, um, not really that much, but I'm actually on Twitter, been a little bit active there. So, cause Me too, more active on Twitter. More active I'm on more, Twitter. It's more engaging. Yeah, it's more engaging, and uh, I think uh, because I haven't been taking like that many photos of like events and stuff, mm-hmm. I haven't been active on Instagram. I have gotten messages like, hey, when you come back, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, I try to cater to you guys on Instagram, but Twitter's where you will probably be finding me at more frequently going forward. 
So, like, at any time, like, during uh, any wrestling show, I'll probably, you know, post my thoughts. So, Again, I guess congratulations for being the new AAA Mega Champion. Thank you. Thank you. I will be representing Mexico well. Until I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to that image coming up. Yeah. Until, you know, uh, I am unceremoniously, unceremoniously stripped of the title without even having a fight. So, looking forward to that, guys. All right. Thanks for showing up here again. Appreciate it. No, always great being here, guys. And, uh, and Putty, thanks for inviting me. Mark Schwann. I don't know you, but lay off Putty a bit, man. Thank you. Yeah. And he still owes me 25 bucks. You bastard. Please, come on. It's holiday season. He hasn't got back. He hasn't got to buy your gifts. And if Mark Schwann can't make it, maybe he'll see you next week. Yes, yes. Mark Schwann, don't show up next week. So for Mark Schwann, somewhere in some sort of food coma, because he couldn't hang, <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't pace himself. For Jeffrey, my man vacant, I've been your host at Mark J. Putty. Until next week. Putty out. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>